Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey man, I'm Dave Mills, and I want to talk to you today about a cliche. Have you ever heard people say marriage takes a lot of hard work? I've heard this so many times, it's become cliche. But think about what does this mean? What sort of work exactly are people talking about when they say marriage takes work? Like, you mean chores? Like, I got to do a bunch of chores? Yeah, I I get that. Oh, I got to remember to buy anniversary presents? Okay, I can handle that. Yeah, I think this cliche, marriage takes a lot of work, this does men an injustice. It sugarcoats reality. And really, it drops a hint where it ought to sound an alarm. Now, if you're anything like me, you do not learn any life lessons unless you get smacked hard in the face with a harsh truth. Now, maybe some of y'all, a lot smarter than me, can learn big life lessons from nuanced hints and read between the lines suggestions, but not me. So when I hear things like marriage takes a lot of hard work, I think that's talking about stuff like uh, you're going to have to take out the trash and do the dishes and pick up your dirty clothes, that kind of hard work. Well, do you think that's what the couple that is married for 60 years means when they say marriage takes a lot of hard work? Nope. But that's what I thought. And I'm guessing that some of y'all are like me and you just haven't been married long enough yet, and you need to hear this. So a little about me. I've been married almost 21 years. I've got two biological sons, 17 and 13, and two girls that we adopted from China, ages 15 and 11. So four kids between 11 and 17, full house, right? We're right in the thick of it here. Uh, Married for two decades. We've moved 10 times. We've lived in five states and two countries and have been on about five to six deployments in the military, depending on how you count them. I'm 42. My wife and I met in high school chemistry class. Then we dated through college. So that's a little bit of my marriage bio, just so you know where my words are coming from today. Now, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to hit you in the face with the brutal reality of what the cliche, marriage takes hard work, means. You ready? It means there are going to be times when you hate each other. There will be days when you can't stand the sight of your wife. There will be days when you want to kill each other. The sound of her voice will elicit anger. You won't want to be nice. You won't want to look at her or think about her or give two cents about what she thinks or cares. Your marriage is going to suck. You're going to want out. You're going to wish that you had never gotten married. You're going to weigh out the cost-benefit analysis of legal fees and living the rest of your life off of just half your income versus continuing to dwell under the same roof with this intolerable human roommate. 
Okay, that is what all those couples meant. All those gray-haired, lovely old couples that said marriage takes a lot of hard work, that's what they meant. They meant your marriage is going to suck. It is hard work to not leave. That's the hard work they're talking about, not taking out the trash. It's hard work to not kill each other, to keep on being nice when you don't want to, to keep making dinner for someone you can't stand, to keep providing for and bringing coffee to a person you don't want under the same roof as you. That is the hard work they're talking about. So, yeah, marriage takes a lot of hard work. The biggest understatement ever uttered. Now, here is an incredible quote that I found on the internet and not sure exactly who it's attributed to. I found unknown a lot, but I want you to listen to this because, man, this is incredible. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard. But we can choose our hard. Pick wisely. I love that quote. There is a reason why we all have to stand in the front of a church with our family and friends as witnesses while we take an oath before God that in sickness and health, for richer or for poorer, for better or for worse, until death do we part. Think about that. I mean, maybe we should update these vows with some language like, even when the sight of your spouse makes your blood boil, right? But think about it. I think we glibly float right through the weight of those vowels when most of us take them, probably because most of us are young and naive and oh, we're just excited about the honeymoon. But we need to let the reality of that oath that we took before God and family sink in. And ponder this, why is an oath of this magnitude even required in the first place? You love this person, right? You're all in love. You want to spend the rest of your life with them. Is this oath really necessary? Yeah, absolutely. Because smarter, wiser men than us figured out that there's going to be a time when that oath is going to be required. And that's going to be what you fall back on, right? And that's the difference between a roommate and a wife. And that's the difference between just living with somebody for years and marrying them, right? The difference is the vow before God. It's required because at some point, you're going to stop liking each other, all right? Now, here's the good, here's the good news, all right, coming out of this. Why have I told you this? Why am I telling you on a podcast about how awful marriage will get? Because, men, I want you to know when it happens to you, that it's okay. You are not alone. It's normal. It will pass. You'll have good days again. There are peaks and valleys. Don't freak out when you're in a valley, okay? The world isn't ending when you're in a valley. Just recognize it for what it is 
it's a valley. Valleys are what make peaks recognizable. Okay? Think of it this way. If you're going into combat, you need to be mentally prepared for getting shot at. You don't want anybody sugarcoating that truth for you and telling you combat can be difficult. No, you need to be mentally prepared for bullets coming at you to punch holes through your body. If you're going to play football, you need to be mentally prepared for getting blindsided and knocked on your butt, right? We don't sugarcoat these things. Same should be true for marriage. And if you're married and and, and maybe you haven't reached this point in your marriage yet, maybe you've only been married for a couple years, you need to be mentally prepared for waking up and hating the crap out of each other, okay? It doesn't help anybody out to sugarcoat it and tell them things are going to be a little bit hard and there's going to be some difficult times and things take work. No, you got to understand it's going to suck and that's okay. It has for everybody. It doesn't mean it's going to stay that way forever. It's just a valley. It's temporary, okay? We set newlyweds up for failure when we act like it's all great. We need to prepare them for the valleys, the fights, the thoughts of homicide, all right? Every marriage has low tide and high tide, peaks and valleys, and it's important to know that all those old couples who were married for 60 years, they went through it too. Now, my challenge for you today is if you're in a valley right now, if you can't stand the sight of your spouse, I've got three tactics for you to implement. I could spend a whole podcast on each one of these, but I'm just going to touch on them. Number one, find a marriage counselor that you both like. This can take a little bit of shopping around, a little bit of hit or miss. You know, counselors are, are they all use different strategies. They use different uh, schools of thought and theories and, and, and they have different personalities. So you got got to find one that you both really like, but it is invaluable. So tactic number one is find a marriage counselor you both like. Number two, cultivate a new hobby together, a new shared adventure for you and your wife that you'll both enjoy doing together. We need new fun interjected into our relationships through the years. And I found that even the brainstorming session together about the potential shared hobbies is fun in and of itself. And number three, take a short trip apart, okay? Maybe you need to go camping by yourself for a couple days while she goes to the beach or visits a friend. Get a little break from each other. Give yourself time to miss each other again. Then come back and start on that new hobby together. Listen, saying marriage requires hard work is like saying marathons aren't easy. <laughs> Both understatements do a disservice to those attempting them. People need to hear the truth about marathons. That marathons will make you bleed, cramp, barf, chafe, and cry. And so will marriage. But you'll be happy you didn't quit either of them. That you stuck it out and that you finished strong. Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com, and I hope to see you around the fire soon.